Comic Book Characters is an uncensored podcast. You can follow the Comic Book Characters podcast on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Neil Before Pod. We're also on Twitter at Twitter handle CB Characters, and you can also email us at cbcharacters at gmail.com. everyone out there in the CBCU, this is your friendly neighborhood podcaster Alfred, and on this week's episode of Comic Book Characters, Ig and I discuss the first trailer for Marvel's Civil War, the new teaser trailer for Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice, we've got some Fantastic Four 2 news, we take a look at the Red Tornado from CBS's Supergirl, and we take another trip down to Casting Corner. All that and more. Let's do it. What is up? Welcome to a new episode of Comic Book Characters. It's good to be back, and there's plenty to talk about this week. Top of the list, the Civil War, Captain America Civil War trailer. But before we get into that, let me introduce the co-hostess with the mostess, live from San Antonio, Texas, your friendly neighborhood podcaster, and I forgot all your other nicknames because it's been so long since we've done this. Al, what's going on, man? Hey, man. It's going pretty good. It's always fun to talk to my pal across the country, the invincible, invisible president and CEO Snark of Snark Industries. Nice. Are you, you're doing this because I forgot to yet again do you my entire forget. intro. It's, it's okay. Fine. You it's know what? I like putting other guys though. over. That sounds yeah. weird. That's a wrestling term. That doesn't mean it's a wrestling term. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, you like to put on guys. Mm. Mm. That came out wrong. But yeah, mm. dude, the big news was um the trailer dropped you know yeah. the, i think the last time we recorded before the jessica jones episode we we had a little segment about how come we haven't seen <clears throat> the civil war trailer like what's going on marvel like, they're usually right. pretty good about this stuff and then they drop it on our faces and uh man it was epic let's go over it and we'll you know we'll go yeah, into it know- in detail but overall i mean i know you're pretty excited about it i think you i think you're yeah. a big fan of what you saw i am you know what we should do, actually, now that I'm thinking about it? Yeah. Is... Play it. Why don't we just play the trailer? Yeah. That's a good idea. All right. Actually, <laughs> go ahead and talk for a little bit while I pull it up. Pull it up. Okay. So, yeah. Here's a, here's a little background story on the how the trailer got dropped. So, uh, just like the day leading into that Jimmy Kim- Kimmel uh, episode, uh, there was like this rumor that, that uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans were going to be on. Uh, that they had some kind of news to announce regarding the MCU, possibly some promotional posters and whatnot for the movie. And, uh, you know, there was some buzz, but no one really thought that, like, a trailer was going to get dropped or anything. People were just like, oh, this is really cool that they're doing it. Who knows what's going to happen? Especially after, uh, you know, Doc Brown and Marty McFly showed up on the the Kimmel show <laughs> uh, back for Back to the Future Day. Like, you know, people kind of thought anything was possible. Well, lo and behold, they end up dropping the Civil War trailer 
you know, on the Jimmy Kimmel show, show, which is a huge surprise to everyone. And kudos to Disney Marvel for for doing something like that, because, you know, in this day and age with social media and whatnot, it's so hard to keep anything a secret. And, and the fact that they were able to get this thing pretty much to air without anyone really knowing that that's what was going to happen is, is a, a big feather in their cap. And holy crap, man, the trailer was amazing. It was everything you could ask for. The last 10, like 5 to 10 seconds are just, I've watched it, I don't know, 10 times? I've watched it a ton of times. Just, you uh, mean Tony Iron Man getting his ass kicked, that part? Oh, yeah. It's basically my dream come true. <laughs> it's like, it's <laughs> it's basically like, I wake, whenever I wake up with a smile on my face, yeah. it's because that night I dreamed of Tony just getting his <laughs> smug little face just beaten in. <laughs> So, just, just well, first of all, how did Jimmy Kimmel become, shield? like, the spot for, like, you know, big-time trailers <clears throat> releases now? So, here's here's the thing. Here's my kind of thought on that. You know, Jimmy Kimmel is on ABC, which is owned by Disney. He's so, got better ratings than Colbert, at least for now. Yeah. So, there's a direct correlation because Disney owns ABC. Disney owns Marvel. Right. It's really easy for them to kind of get that kind of access. But here's... You know, the other thing is, like, there's talks about, like, like DC Warner Brothers dropping trailers on Kimmel's show and stuff. So, I don't know. I guess as he's just kind of generating that kind of buzz. It's just building. And maybe, his nerd you know, His nerd demographic must be off the charts. Which is weird, because I would always think that, like, Conan O'Brien would be that guy, you know? Uh, way more than Kimmel, but, uh, you know, I don't know. It, it seems to be working out pretty well for Kimmel, though. Um, do you have the trailer queued up yet? Yeah, let me do that right now. Okay, cool. So let's just. So before we get into it further, let's just go ahead and play it for the our loyal listeners out there in the CBCU, and and then we'll uh, give our thoughts. Buck, do you remember me? Your mom's name is Sarah. You used to wear a newspaper and sew your shoes. You're a wanted man. I don't do that anymore. Well, the people who think you did are coming right now. They're not planning on taking you alive. Captain, while a great many people see you as a hero, there are some would prefer the word vigilante. You've operated with unlimited power and no supervision. That's something the world can no longer tolerate. I know how much Bucky means to you. Stay out of this one. Please. You only make this worse. Are you saying you'll arrest me? There will be consequences. Captain? You seem a little defensive. Well, it's been a long day. If we can't accept limitations, we're no better than bad guys. That's not the way I see it. Sometimes I want to punch you in your perfect teeth. I just want to make sure we consider all our options. Because people that shoot at you usually wind up shooting at me, too. You know what's about to happen. Do you really want to punch your way out of this? Fight. 
sorry, Tommy. You know I wouldn't do this if I had any other choice. But he's my friend. So was I. There it is. Um, yeah. Could you hear that okay? Yeah. Oh, no. It came out loud and clear. Was that coming so, in hot? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. That, the ending there is... Like a, like a fast-thrown shield to the iron shell head face. Oh, my God. It's a little rough yeah. for me to watch that. It's... I remember... <laughs> he's... Yeah. Could beat down pretty bad. It felt, it's, it's weird, because it's like... Man, that's like the comic book character I grew up watching. I mean, you know, reading. Um, Other than Following, and obviously... Right. Yeah, besides Darkhawk, and like... It's kind of hard watching him get his ass like that. It kind of reminds me of that time when we we had that video game Fight Night. Yeah. That? And like you could create yeah. yourself in the game. And I created a guy who looked so much like me. So much like you. So like it was exactly like me. And then it was I we would play online and like for the first maybe 10 times we we boxed, I was like kicking your ass and just yeah. on the top of the world. And then it like you finally figured out how to play the game better than than me and mm-hmm. Then it was just you pummeling my face over and over again, and like my guy bleeding, just getting like face swelling up. Yeah, like the the bruises. And it would the, I would get so mad. I would because I was just watching I was shut. watching myself get my ass kicked, and yeah. it hurt. You wouldn't even play it after a while. Like you were like, I'm not gonna play this anymore. I gave like, up. I can't watch this. I can't watch it. It's like it was so, too much. It was it was like bumming me out. <laughs> I don't think you know this. I I'll I'll tell this. I'll I'll cop to this for the first time ever. Once I got really good at that game. I could kind of dictate pretty much the damage on your character at will. And so I would purposefully beat your character up just enough to not knock them out. <laughs> like to not knock him out. And I just wanted to see how much damage you I wanted could to see do. how, yeah, how far you could take it. <laughs> You're evil, dude. That is like, that's like an evil villain. Yeah. You know, I should, like, I should I'm not going to kill own. you now. I want you to watch. Yeah. Um, that's fucked up, dude. <laughs> But anyway, uh, let's get to the rest of the... be on the next season of Jessica Jones. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, you and you and Purple Man. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities there. He seems like a pretty cool dude. Yeah, you know, okay. You like, what he's, you like his whole vibe, huh? <laughs> yeah. um, That's someone I want to be friends with. Yeah. Um, All right, so you know what? Before we go into what we do see in the Civil War trailer, let's talk yeah. about what we don't see. Yeah, okay. Uh, the, biggest, the biggest omissions are, one, obviously, Mewabes, Spider-Man... Not anywhere in that trailer. If he is, he's like somewhere in the background or like hiding, or maybe he's, you know, trying on his new like camouflage invisibility cloak. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's not in it. And the other big character who's not in is Vision. Right. Um, Also not in a suit, which I think we were promised. Oh my god! Yeah, I cannot wait to see Vision in a suit. If they cut that scene out. I'm going to be so mad. I want to see Vision in a suit. I'm going to be so mad. Actually, in the other character, and he might be in it, we honestly, because of his power, he, we might not be able to see him. Ant-Man, uh, who we know is in the film, is not seen in that trailer that, I, that I'm aware of. Ant-Man uh, is the more interesting omission because at one point you see Captain's, what seems like Captain's full, Captain America's full team attacking, and he's not there. I mean, I guess he could be there. Maybe he's, like, chilling out on Captain's, like, shield or something. Shoulder, yeah, yeah he could be shrunk down right. somewhere. Uh, but you don't see him. Uh, but, you know, besides him, we see the rest of Captain America's boring-ass team. Uh, Winter Soldier, <laughs> Hawkeye, uh, Falcon. Okay. You say that, but we clearly see 
the uh, war machine just oh. torn to bits, man. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, if you're if you're kind of establishing a power ranking of all those superheroes, I yeah. mean, it's pretty clear that War Machine's at the bottom. They even joke about it in the last Avengers movie, how his you know he's clearly like a peg under all these guys. So I'm not surprised. Yeah. I mean, if he dies, I wouldn't be super surprised. I would be a little surprised because since they don't kill yeah. anyone, but. Um, That'd be really that'd be left field if they you know because we see him and we you know Tony's over him and it looks not great like he looks right. like he's but I mean if, if you can hurt. kill Quicksilver I think you can kill you think you can kill War Machine right should they be killing off the minority characters though I mean yeah but Quicksilver wasn't a minority no 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 but if they kill War Machine I mean that's a it's one of the few black guys there yeah that would the be kind few. of weird. Um, replace him with Luke Cage um, well that's well then that's a good transition into probably the coolest thing about that whole trailer for me. Mm-hmm. The appearance of Black Panther, who looks fucking uh, badass, and yes. uh, and also just and kicks, kicks the, the shit yeah. out of Bucky, kicks the <laughs> shit out of Bucky, which is fantastic. Because I'm not like I, I find Bucky annoying. I just want Bucky to okay. get his ass kicked. He's uh, a little emo-ish, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, Black Panther. <laughs> oh man, like when I saw Black Panther uh, in this trailer, I'm like, oh. So that's what Batman would look like if Batman was super badass, like <laughs> visually. Like he just looks like a way cooler Batman yeah. to me. Let's start. Like, um, hold on, I know we're jumping all over possible. the place, but I just remember right, right. uh, at the beginning of the trailer, and I've seen it a couple times now. Every time I, I always think <clears throat> when Captain America says to Bucky, "Do you remember me?" and then Bucky goes, "Your mom," and I, I always think he's going to say, "Remembered me." <laughs> What? So that's where your mind goes? Yeah. Okay. Because it just seems yeah. like he's about to make a your mom joke. Because, like, yeah. I don't know, last time I remember was, like, Bucky didn't, you know. But anyway. Yeah. Um, but, no, he's like, your no, I know your mom Sarah. is and all that bullshit. Um, yep. So, uh, obviously, that's the scene that we get at the end of um, Civil War. Uh, I'm sorry. The second Ant-Man. Avengers. Um, oh, right. What the fuck am I saying? Uh, I get them all mixed up. At the end of Ant-Man, uh, we got that little teaser of that scene uh, with Captain... Falcon and Bucky, and that scene is obviously plays a big role in the storyline of this movie because mm-hmm. now we know that that's kind of the inciting incident for the registration right. of superheroes, which is what happens in the right. Action. The Sokovia Accords, I think, is what it's right. called in the which is what movie. happens. That's what's in the movie, right? Yeah. Um, which is what happens and also in the comics, but in the comics, it's because of you know this the superhero group called identities. the Thunderbolts. Oh, and the school thing. Uh, who fuck up and um, blow up a school by accident. Yeah, they blow up yeah, a school and all the children die. Well, here's the other thing that I know, so maybe we can touch on this real quick. Uh, so right off the bat, it looks like the, like you said, the inciting incident for Civil War, the film, is going to center around Bucky and the government trying to bring Bucky in. And, um, you know, they, they view Bucky as a terrorist and so on. And he admittedly has been a terrorist in the past, so... Just not uh, under his own Cap, volition. Right, right. And so Cap's trying to protect him and so on, and that's kind of what, what sets everything off. Which is really interesting because in the comic, it's a lot to do with the fact that a lot of superheroes have secret identities, right? Which is, and we've talked about this before, in the MCU, that's not really as big of an issue. Almost every character, like, everyone knows who they are. There, there are no secret identities, except for Spider-Man, oddly enough, and we'll see how that plays out. Uh, and then the other one is uh, Daredevil, 
uh, you know, but that's on, you know, more on the Netflix kind of level. I don't know how that's going to play out within the MCU either. But those are really the only two. Like, everybody else is like, everyone knows who they are. Yeah. So they couldn't play that same angle from the comic. Um, so it looks like that is not going to be nearly, if, if at all, uh, any kind of plot point for the movie. But rather, they are going to factor in, like, the we need everybody to register because, you know, these people have powers, they need to be controlled, they could be terrorists, and so on. Um, you know, kind of giving it a more modern feel, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and a more kind of grounded uh, feel, which is cool. I mean, I, you know, I was always curious how they were going to kind of play that out, but it looks like they found a way to make it believable, but still kind of work within the within the same story that the comic book uh, provided. Yeah, I, I think it's actually brilliant. And I don't know, I mean, I, obviously we haven't seen the movie, so we don't know how it's going to play out, but from what we can kind of figure out from the trailer... Um, it seems like Bucky is the guy kind of at the heart of it. And it makes perfect sense if you're going to make Civil War essentially a Captain America movie, that Bucky would be the guy who mm-hmm. starts it. Because um, it kind of, you know, it keeps the movie still very Captain America-centric, which is obviously going to be the case. Um, that was another thing right. that you can really tell in this trailer, is that while you have all these other superheroes in it, it's still going to be a Captain America movie. And mm-hmm. because of that, Bucky's going to play a big role, and probably Falcon as well. Um but yeah, no, I think it's I think it's really clever the way that they did that, um, and it's yeah. and it's interesting. It really brings up an interesting question of like, should someone like Bucky uh, be held accountable for what he did, even if it, you know, he really wasn't doing it under his own accord, uh, essentially. Um, right. So I I like that. I think that's a good idea to do it that way. Um, and then you know, obviously, you're going to have this issue of whether or not. And I, I I don't know how they're gonna because obviously you know, it's like you have the, the the first part of it is okay should Bucky be held accountable but the second part is what do you do going forward to avoid stuff like this happening and that's I guess essentially the registration aspect of this mm-hmm. um, that argument and that kind of debate is going to be more interesting in, in the movie because I think it's probably at least from my perspective a little bit harder to argue Cap's side in that case. Um, I, you can see it both ways. I mean, I had this conversation with a friend. It was a really quick one of trying to kind of compare what registration of superheroes would be like in, you know, I guess uh, a cor- like corollary control. to something that's happening in modern times. And she she was like, I don't know if I can be for this because it reminds me of, like, you know, Donald Trump talking about, like, registering Muslims. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, yeah. That, that does make it sound really bad. <laughs> but yeah. then I came back with, well, what if you looked at it as gun control? And whether or not right. you agree with gun more gun control or not i mean um those are two issues kind of currently going on where the pro registration side on each of those issues is actually kind of flip-flopped politically um right so it's really interesting yeah like the the same people that want more gun control want you know muslims to not be have to register because that's seems like a slippery slope and and then but but and vice versa right so yeah I think, <laughs> and and honestly, um, like, it's like superheroes are kind of the perfect intermediate, right? Because they're like they're they're, they're more than humans, weapons. but they're also weapons, right? Right. So right. It's like, no, it's it's really great. Yeah. It, um, you know, I obviously Disney and Marvel couldn't have foreseen what was going to happen in sort of our social landscape, uh, but it's I mean, as as and this is maybe this is I don't want to make this uh, too superfluous or whatever, but like. It couldn't be better timed. Yeah. Uh, based on what's going on, it's terrible. Kind of the things that are happening around us right now, 
but it's very it's very relevant it's very timely um and i think on some level that that's going to make the film even that much more engaging yeah uh for people who, who and, do and you, you think maybe connect to it in obviously if 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 the kind of struggle in this movie is captain america versus iron man um mm-hmm. it's obviously they could play it in a way where you know both these guys just have somewhat sound arguments and just let the best man win um, but more than likely, one of them is going to be kind of set up as more of a villain, villainous character, right? Wouldn't you imagine? Or, or do you think they don't go? <sighs> I that mean, way? yeah, that, and that's the other thing. We don't really see any other. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that I think they said Baron Zemo is going to be in this. That's movie. right. So maybe that's so, the way. So they we go don't with see it. like the other antagonist, the other non-hero antagonist, and so I, I kind of wonder where he fits in. You got to wonder where Crossbones fits in. Uh, Spider-Man as well. Uh, there's still a lot of questions, and that's great. I mean, we're, we're still like half a year away from the film. I like the way this first trailer sets everything up, though, because it really gives you like a good idea of why they're fighting against each other. It sets up the tension really well. Cause, and that's the other thing you and I had talked about. We're like, well, are these guys really going to be upset with each other to the point where they're going to be fighting like this? Yeah. Like, what, would, what would even cause them to do that? And I think they're doing a great job of setting it up based on the trailer. It seems very realistic. I mean, you still have to suspend your disbelief a little bit, but it's within a, like a range of believability, uh, especially if Cap's trying to protect his best friend. Right, you know, and that, that's like, what I was going to say because like it actually makes it makes him more of a sympathetic character than in the comics because he's got a real yeah. personal attachment here. Um, whereas in the comics, it was more kind of based on principle than anything. It's a principle moral thing. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and, and then not only that, my, and, and I'm sure I'm, I'm not by any means the only one, but I loved the, the little bit, the little line, the little exchange between Cap and Iron Man. Oh, so good. Yeah. When he goes, you know, I'm, I, he goes, Tony, I'm sorry, you know, if there were any other way, but, you know, Bucky's my friend. And then Iron Man goes, well, I, I was your friend, too. Though, is that I even was, true? Because, like, all I did was talk shit about Captain America. Well, I know. But, <laughs> but what I really love is the way they wrote that line. I was your friend, too. Not, I am your friend, too. Yeah. I oh, yeah. was your friend, too. And it just, it really kind of hit, like, perfectly how this struggle is going to play out. Like, in terms of, they're very invested in how they got to this moment. Like, it's like, almost like either one, neither guy... Knows of a way to get to get around this at this point, right, right. And I don't know. It's just really cool. It's it's a complicated story to tell uh, to make it believable. And I just I'm really impressed so far. Uh, but real quick, just speaking on the trailer, they don't give too much away at the same time. I mean, they give you a good foundation of what the movie's going to be about, but I feel like they don't give too too much. Uh, kind of like the Star Wars trailer, they still have a few aces up their sleeve. Uh, and hopefully that that continues through whatever other promotional items they do between now and when the movie comes out. Yeah, there's still a lot more to this movie, and you know you got to wonder how they're gonna how they're gonna stage the kind of recruitment of these characters, how they're gonna introduce Black Panther, um, right. how they're gonna introduce Spider Man, how are they gonna get mm-hmm. Vision and Spider Man on on Tony's side? Um, there's a lot that needs to be accomplished there's in this a movie. There's a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we'll, it's a we'll good see. thing there's two directors, yeah, you know, the right. Russo brothers, because like I think if like for instance if Whedon had to do it, he would have just lost his mind. Like this, I don't know if one person could handle this kind of thing. Right, it's a lot. 
But if but we, I mean, I would assume we, we at least you? get one shot of Iron Man, Vision, and Spider-Man kicking ass together. Because that would be badass. Yeah, of course. And, yeah. I think... I think you're definitely going to see Spidey with Iron Man at one point. I would love to see a Peter Tony scene. I'm sure that has to happen. Oh, I'm sure. Um, and then you know maybe Peter Peter uh, Steve Rogers would be really cool too. Uh, but any anything else that really really stood out for you in the trailer? Uh, the action scenes look awesome. Um, we already kind of went over Black Panther, but uh, T'Challa looks fucking badass. Uh, yeah, they showed him yeah, twice. He He's also running away from Cap at one point. Uh, the only the only show I'm interacting with Captain's team against Captain's team, but uh, from everything we've read, it looks like he's going to be um, essentially kind of playing a neutral role somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, dude. I mean, that's pretty much it. I don't know. Is there anything else you want to add? No, no. I mean, I'm just looking forward to it. I think it's a stellar first trailer, and I think it, again, it does a fantastic job of kind of setting up what the film's about, the high stakes, and so on. Uh, the the last ten seconds is amazing. Um, just watching Iron Man get you know his face kicked in. Is... <laughs> what do you think is going to happen at the end of that scene? Uh, I think one either Captain America or Bucky's going to get severely hurt to the point where the other one's going to have to like stop fighting and tend to the the hurt one. Let's just say it's Bucky gets hurt, so Steve's going to have to like be like crap. I got to save Bucky, and then Iron Man like runs away okay that's what what i think is gonna happen so you think that's but that's essentially the battle like no one's gonna join that battle oh i yeah i don't i guess yeah i don't know where that battle is gonna take place within the movie it seems like a climatic battle right yeah maybe that would be at the end i don't know then you're right i I don't know (laughs) yeah maybe some i mean it almost seems like the iron man's just kind of fucked at that point like it seems like someone's gonna have to save him or else he's he's a goner yeah, he's he's getting roughed up pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, Maybe, all right, man. Um, no, that's pretty much it. I think we're I think we can wrap up uh, yeah. Civil War talk. But uh, looks awesome. Way to go, Marvel yet again for knocking it out of the park uh, with a solid trailer. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like I said, it's still going to be a Captain America movie. We knew that going in, uh, but I like what they're doing with kind of bringing that Civil War storyline to the movies and having it make sense. Um, I like everything I've seen so far. Yeah, it's been been great. So we'll see. Well, and of course we'll keep uh, we'll keep adding to it. When you know the more that stuff gets released, we'll uh, be sure to discuss it here on the podcast. Uh, another trailer that came out uh, earlier this week, in fact, uh, f- debuted during a Gotham airing, uh, the TV show on Fox. Kind of a teaser trailer, really. Little right? teaser yeah. trailer, like a little little tip, just the tip, just a little tip <laughs> teaser trailer uh, for Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice. Now this one we're not going to play on the air because honestly there's I don't think there's any dialogue in it, um, so it wouldn't make sense. Uh, but essentially what it is is you see Batman uh, sort of shackled up, chained up. He's just kind of standing there. Uh, he's being he's surrounded by some guards, and Superman uh, flies down into like this tunnel where he is and he walks up to him and they're just kind of staring at each other. And, uh, and then, uh, you know, Superman pulls off Batman's mask and you just see Bruce Wayne. He's like, and, and then Superman's like, (laughs) that was perfect. That was, that's pretty much exactly what happens. Um, that's pretty much it. And you, um, 
Dude, so you know what? I think it's interesting to compare this trailer, this teaser, and what we've seen, I guess, so far of Batman vs Superman, uh, with uh-huh. Civil War. I mean, yeah. it's a little unfair because in Civil War, you know, you have Tony going up against Captain America, and they have a history there—a history that we've seen. <gasps> They've built it up through all these movies right. and so on. Yeah. Um, but but there's a certain, even as they're kicking each other's ass, like I don't know, there's a certain kind of some level of compassion or like trying to do the right thing um, from these guys. Um, but I'm not right. I'm not getting that sense so much from some Batman versus Superman so far. Like it's just it just like looks like they're both just angry and upset all the time. And it just <laughs> looks so dark. Like I don't know. It it does look really dark. I'm kind of curious because they seem so angry at one another and maybe this will get fleshed out in the film. But and usually to have that level of anger you have to have that level of passion for someone. Like you have to have cared about someone. Yeah. And they must have hurt you or betrayed you in some way to make you that angry. Like you can't just get that angry at a stranger. Right. It unless you have like bipolar disorder or something. Like it's it's that's not gonna happen. So it is kind of weird that they keep framing, you know, Bruce and, and Clark that way. Um Considering that they, I don't, as far as I know, they don't really know each other, and they, I don't think they would have that level of compassion to start um, for each other. Uh, You know, it kind of reminds me, um, I think we had talked about this off air, and I I honestly don't really recall how this played out, but it was like, you know, Superman, like, comes down to the cave, like, in the cave, and he's just like, um, he's like, what did you, did you eat my sandwich? And Batman's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And Saran's like, yes, you do. It had my name on it. I wrote my name on the bag. It had the S symbol. You clearly knew it was mine. It was the last sandwich of the refrigerator. Batman's like, no, I don't know. And then, like, he, like, rips his mask off. He's like, you took it. No, I didn't. And it's just, like, they're, like, a really intense office refrigerator lunch situation. Yeah, so next time you guys watch the... Batman or Superman trailer, just put that audio over it. It'll make <laughs> it so much more interesting. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I don't know. It's just It just seems like everything I've seen is just like fucking angry faces and just like bummed out. I don't know. It's so dark and like kind of sad looking to me. Like Civil War gets me excited. I'm like, oh, this is cool. This is going to be interesting. And like Batman or Superman, I'm just like, do I really want to sit through this? Just like guys well, moping? You- just mope? Mopathon? <laughs> And you know what it is? Civil War, and you can't, obviously you can't see what I'm doing, but Civil War has like a beat to it, right? It's like up and down and up and down, and yeah. there's rhythm to it. It's more than one note. Batman versus Superman, so far, is just like a straight line. It's just like yeah. anger, 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 anger. It's That's just pretty like, much it. It's almost like just I don't even note. want that world. Whatever world they're depicting, it's like, just just take it away. <laughs> You know, I don't want to be too harsh because it is just a little teaser, thirty second. It is cool, like it's 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 intense in a way, but I don't know why it's intense. That's the problem. Like, there's no context for that intensity, and I'm just like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I will say that uh, everything I've seen from from Affleck's Batman is promising. Uh, he looks he looks great. I mean, he looks mm-hmm. like super imposing. I don't think I've ever seen a Batman that like actually kind of scared me <laughs> had that kind of physicality well, and that kind of like right yeah and they've never had yeah. anyone like that i mean yeah. ben's like affleck's a really just tall built guy so yeah uh it's interesting kind of getting that uh look out of batman because we're just not used to that but 
it's I mean I think he it looks it's very true to the comic too it is. like the way you would think Batman would operate in the comic book yeah so. yeah so I that that aspect of it I think looks really cool visually I think Batman um, they really nailed it <coughs> that's about anything all I can say I mean I've never been a big Superman fan um, and you know I, I I don't really know what they're gonna do with this character we also have yet to really see anything from Wonder Woman like we don't really know what they're mm-hmm. going to do with her character, um, you know, so far, not too promising. The look is kind of weird. The The casting is kind of strange. I mean, you think, and a friend of mine brought this up, like an Amazonian would look a little different than just like, you know, a regular kind of model looking chick. Yeah. But um, I don't know, man. And, it, and I almost wonder if Gal Gadot, like, I wonder if, it's almost kind of like a Kristen Ritter situation where it's like, uh, you know, like, can she really pull off the physicality of that role and make it look like, the, you know, a, a kind of person that could do these feats? And we'll, we'll see. Uh, you know, a, a friend of mine had brought something up and, and we were kind of talking about the Civil War trailer and then the BVS trailer. And he goes, you know, as cool as Batman. And he's like, and Batman is fucking super cool. He's like, he's the most interesting, cool superhero character to me that that's out there. He goes, Superman is almost on the complete one, you know, other side of that spectrum where he's like, I just can't get into him. Like, there's, he's just so blah, so, you know, boring. And I go, you know, that's really interesting because a lot of people said that about Captain America before they, you know, Captain America got introduced into the MCU. Yeah. And they were like, I just, you know, I don't really know what to do with Captain America. He's too goody goody. But, you know, over time, I feel like with Chris Evans, you know, stellar performance. And then just the way they've written the character and they've given him all these little nuances and whatnot, he's a really compelling character at this point. So, you know, it's not like they couldn't do that with Superman. I just don't know that they've been they've figured it out yet, whatever that formula is. Well, Superman is just, I mean, he's, For him. he's like the ultimate weapon, right? He's invulnerable. I think that's what yeah. makes him maybe not as compelling. Um, yeah, the, the high stakes thing. Yeah. Or the no stakes. <laughs> the zero stakes. Zero stakes. Um, but yeah, any other thoughts on the trailer uh, before we move on? No, I mean I'm I'm curious no. to see more, um, but my excitement level is just not very high for that. Um, it's definitely higher for Civil War at this. It's point. higher for Civil War. Yeah. I'm actually kind of more intrigued by Suicide Squad just because that's going to have so many new characters and that yeah. by itself is going to mm-hmm. make it interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know I kind of even though I don't have high hopes for the Joker, I still want to see what they do with him. Um, but yes, Batman vs Superman just looks like a bummer of a movie, man. Kind kind of does. But anyway, uh, well, and if you think about it, like Superman lost his entire planet, so all his family's dead. Batman lost his parents; they're dead, so they're bummed out. They're two bummed out guys. I mean, well, when you put it like that, uh, yeah, no, you're right. Kind of makes sense. Um, you know, another thing uh, that's dead uh, (laughs) is. Fantastic Four 2 from Fox. Uh, so news has come out that, that that has been officially pulled off the slate. Uh, the dream of Tommy Wiseau oh, my directing Fantastic Four 2 is dead. Uh, it's over. Or at least that Fantastic Four 2. I mean, because that was true. supposed to be like a big budget one. Schedule for 2017. It was going to be the, the sequel to the you know disastrous Fantastic Four that came out this year. Uh, so that that particular Fantastic Four is dead, but mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? I mean, they could come back with 
with the, with another Fantastic Four, a low budget Fantastic Four. That's set in like San Francisco, where like all the characters wear tuxes for some reason and like throw yeah. footballs at each other. It could have conversations on. Rooftops. I'm not giving up on this dream. Okay. So I anyway, mean, it's dead. So do do you think now that Fox has pulled it off this late that the chances of a Tommy Wiseau directed Fantastic Four, any Fantastic Four film, are the the chances are increased or decreased at this point? I'm gonna say increased because right. he was never gonna be able to to direct to that sequel. version. But now, yeah. you know, who knows? By the way, I'm I'm just real quick. This is something I just thought of. I saw Creed, right? A, oh, I really want to watch Creed. Really, really good. Really good. Maybe the best movie I've seen all year. It's really, really good. Michael B. Jordan is fantastic in it, and it and the, even more so. I'm just like, holy crap, man! Fantastic Four had Michael B. Jordan. And Miles Teller, who just killed it in Whiplash. I was thinking, I was just thinking the exact same <laughs> and thing. They dude. did nothing with those guys. Like, it's it just blows my mind how how good Michael B. Jordan is in Greed, and how good Miles Teller was in Whiplash, and how terrible they are in Fantastic Four. I'm just like, oh my god. What so anyway, that's all I had to say about that. Just, it was pretty much the whole... I was thinking that the whole time I was watching Creed. It's really good. Everyone should go see it. Everyone go see it. I really want to see Creed. Um, I'll, I'll, I don't even know how the hell I'm going to watch it. My wife has not watched any Rocky movies. Oh. You should not, watch at least the first Rocky, I would think. Yeah. It's not too surprising. I mean, Rocky is kind of a dude film. Uh, yeah. Especially the later really, ones. But I know the first a few women... I knew a few women who love Rocky, actually. Yeah. So. so, But I do really want to go see Creed. Maybe I can get my uh, nerd crew together to go see it. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I was thinking the same thing. Like, how did the fuck? How did they fuck that up? Like, they oh, had yeah, something they going there. They fucked up so bad. They had such a good cast. Um, but anyway, we're done. No Fantastic Four two. Yep. Um, R.I.P. There's no Fantastic Four, four series. So I mean, that whole that whole storyline is just kind of on life support right now. Yeah, I think what's going to end up happening it's going to go back to Marvel. I think Marvel is going to use like Galactus, Silver Surfer, maybe the Scrolls. Not do anything with the Fantastic Four for at least 10 years and then maybe down the line revisit it. Okay, so kind of going back the other way, something that is definitely not dead, and maybe I maybe I declared it dead prematurely, is that Supergirl, the TV show on CBS, has been officially uh, contracted. I don't know how you would say it, uh, but they they ordered a full season, so it you know it's going to go through at least the entire first season. I think it's like twenty or so episodes. Uh, kudos to that show. Um, I still don't think it's that great. Haven't really seen a lot of it. On that note, they did debut this week the Red Tornado character, which we had talked about in a previous pod. Uh, and you and I, we watched selected scenes and a shit ton of ads. <laughs> CBS app. Thank you. This is what... Uh, this is what we do for, for our listeners. <laughs> so many ads about Amazon, I swear. Oh, I watched that Amazon ad like 20 times. <laughs> and, 
anyway, so we, we watched selected scenes from this week's episode that feature the red tornado slash the red tomato. <laughs> and um, so what are your thoughts on what we got to see uh, this week? Well, we kind of made fun of it, as did the rest of the the internet, essentially. The universe, what, yeah. When it came out, because the photo <laughs> of it just looked terrible. Like, the costume looked awful. It looked like they were trying to make, like, another vision, but... Yeah. Like a vision that somehow got left in, like, the dryer for too long or something. Yeah, like a vision that you made out of parts that you got at Big Lots. <laughs> yeah. Like an Etsy version of vision. <laughs> like an Etsy vision, yes. Yeah, uh, and he he shows up in this in this episode. And I got to say, I mean, he wasn't as bad on screen. Yeah. Um, he's played by, or he's controlled by this guy named T.O. Morrow. And I got to say, the naming on this show is just the most... Just laziest shit I've ever heard. T.O. <laughs> but I mean, I guess that, whatever. I mean, but, they're um, pulling it from the comics, but it's They're pulling it from the comics, the so it, I mean, uh, you gotta cut him some slack for that one, but I mean, National City, that just... That still bothers me. Yeah, uh, But uh, Red Tornado shows up, Red Tomato, and not surprisingly, he creates tornadoes. Uh, that's yeah, kind of does. his power. Yep. Um, what's funny is that I, we had just watched a clip <laughs> yeah. of Flash and Green Arrow fighting against Hawk... Um, Hawkman. Hawkman, AKA uh, which is a with cool wings. thing that happened this week. Another like a crossover, yeah. And uh, Flash starts like m- like twirling his arms around and creating tornadoes, yeah. And then we watch Red Tornado, and Red Tornado <laughs> does the same fucking thing. Same thing. Like, he does. He does the exact same thing. Like I kind of want to see them like have a tornado off and like see yeah. who wins that. Um, but I'm yeah, sure he just like starts impressed. like shaking his arm, his hands around really fast, and creates yeah. these little tornadoes that he shoots at you. Yeah. And then he can yeah. create his own tornado. Yeah. Which the cool thing is, once he creates a tornado, he can just kind of walk away. He walks like out of it. Yeah. yeah just that's like, actually really cool. There you go. There you but go. You got a tornado now, and does... like that thing just does its thing. <laughs> hey, dicks! Now you have a tornado. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> like he just for... sips, he's just sipping on a coffee, just watching the tornado. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be like uh, if uh, it'd be like if like uh, you know like if we live together still in. Uh, I ordered some pizzas and like you really hated anchovies. I'm like, yeah, man, I ordered pizzas and you open the box. It's just a bunch of anchovy pizzas. And you're like, what the fuck, man? I'm like, yeah, away. dude, that's what we ordered. And you know, you're like, you know what? And then you just make a tornado and be like, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you leave. But- also, Red Tornado seems to be programmed to fight women because at one point, Jimmy Olsen's standing next to <laughs> another guy and Jimmy Olsen's date. And Tornado, oh, instead wow. of just like wiping them all off, Sends like a tornado bolt just to the woman and like just sends her flying. Sends her flying. Like God, across like a city so block. And yeah. like the other, like Jimmy Olsen's just standing there. He didn't do anything to him. Uh, and then he, and then obviously he fights Supergirl, who yeah. we also, I mean, just from watching the show, her powers are considerably less than Superman's because uh, yes. she has a really hard time with Red, Tor- Red Tomato. Yeah. Um, gets a, gets a, a pretty good assist from her sister. Um, but anyway, I mean, it's a little cheesy. It's obviously, the whole show is pretty cheesy, but um, Red Tomato also has, like, he does, like, kind of like the way, like, people do the robot when they're dancing, like the actor's kind of doing that yeah. while he's playing Red Tomato. Yeah. Looks kind of cheesy because he's a robot. Uh, and then he becomes, like, sentient or sentient. I'm not sentient really sure how you pronounce how it. I, know how I thought it was sentient, but um, that is not how they pronounce it in the show. So. Right. So at this point where he becomes sentient, um, Supergirl decides, perfect time to just murder him. Yeah, yeah. It 
<sighs> so the my, my one thing is like that is a really cool power where he creates a tornado and then he walks out of it i'm like oh that's you don't even have i would think you would have to be in the tornado to keep it going nope that's a cool uh, superpower like you it is your your main power is like something you don't even have to fucking you don't have to be around do for. anything that's yeah. like he's like deuces like i'm out yeah but he, but he only makes one tornado and then he leaves i'm like dude make like three or four of them like why would you just make one like Keep yeah. going. Dude, I watched The Perfect Storm. That was like three storms that got together yeah. to create The Perfect Storm. Not one. <laughs> um, that's, why, that's why it was The Perfect Storm, because they got together. They planned it out. Yeah. And they they made the best use of their uh, their time. Uh, but Red Tornado is like a good guy in the comics, so maybe he'll come back and be like on the side of good. We'll see. Yeah, but, but I mean, if he comes back, because like Supergirl, spoilers, like just blows him up. Like yeah, straight I mean, up. I, don't, I can't imagine he's going to come back unless like he's put together by a tornado. Or, like, yeah. I don't know. And they shot the guy that was controlling him or whatever. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. The the dialogue in this show is just uh, pretty... It's terrible. It's I mean, it's, it's not a good show. Velveeta. It's. I'm just not going to pull any more punches here. I mean, I know it's CW. It's for a certain audience. No, it's CBS. But, CBS. Uh, I'm sorry, CBS. It's for a certain audience, but it's just not... I'm not digging it. It's not doing I want to hear somebody defend this show. If somebody out there in the CBCU is a really big fan of Supergirl, and we're not going to make fun of you, we're not going to. Oh, know, not at all. You know what? I have, you know I, one of my I, I one of my friends. I really want to hear what somebody who loves this show what their perspective is because maybe. Yeah, one of my know. friends, uh, Nick, is a fan of the show. Maybe I'll get him on the show, or yeah. I'll have him like record a little segment for us. Yeah, just a little. Yeah, like a little little rebuttal, or like just, I really want to know what the people that love this show because they it does have fans. You know, it's losing fans, but it has fans. Well, uh, I mean, there's always going to be a place for, like, escapist fare, right? Right. And, like, that's kind of what a lot of comic book <clears> stuff <throat> is. And this is probably just, like, a guilty pleasure. I, I, I can see it. I mean, some of the action scenes are pretty cool. Yeah. And, you know, the actress the who plays Supergirl yeah. is good. And if you like kind of cheesy shit, then I'm sure it's right up your alley. <laughs> Do you like if you Vel- just like, if you like with your cheesy, shows. just tra- absolute trash? If then, you like yeah, garbage, you <laughs> if you like human garbage on a screen... <laughs> Supergirl, Monday nights, 7 o'clock. Um, yeah, so anyway, so Red Tomato was disappointing. I mean, I, wa- I wanted him to be really awesome, but he was just, I wasn't, I don't know. Wasn't as cool I, I actually I wasn't disappointed. Okay. I thought it was going to be worse. So yeah, I thought, you know what? Good job. Yeah. You made him seem <clears throat> somewhat okay. And from what I read, that was like the best episode of Supergirl. Yeah, uh, it seems to me like the. Oh, Nick did not tell me that. Nick, I don't think liked that episode very much. Okay, well, I've, I've seen I've seen kind of both reactions to the to the episode. People didn't like it. Uh, some people did. Whatever. I don't know. We'll just leave it at that. I'm uh, anyone out there in the CBCU that cares to defend Supergirl or the Red Tomato, feel free to send us comments, emails, tweets, all of that stuff. CBCharacters at gmail um, at CB Characters for Twitter, and then of course the Facebook page, uh, which is uh, facebook.com forward slash Neil Before Pod. Uh, yeah. So dude, anyway, I gotta I be honest, man. I've been I've been sitting for a while. I kind of want to stretch my legs out. I'm yeah. thinking maybe we can find a place to mm-hmm. just pull yeah, over, little, take a little break, uh, yeah, maybe get a little, get a little coffee, snack. a scone, scone, maybe a maybe croissant, a slice of pie, yeah, or some pie. Do you got mm-hmm. any suggestions? Well, it just so happens there's a place not that far from here. Uh, oh yeah, what's it called? Go to. It's called uh, Casting Corner. Ah, oh, I love that place. Um, yeah, welcome to a new episode, a new edition. 
a new segment. What I don't even know what you call this um, segment called a new Casting trip to Corner. paradise. A new trip to paradise. <laughs> uh cast and corner time dude um top on my list mm-hmm. or you know what actually no it's not gonna be top it's top on on i guess our podcast list but not top on my uh interest list not in your heart not in your not heart. In my heart but no uh we did get a little bit of news that iron fist which looked like a show that might be kind of shelved right um they didn't really know what to do with uh on the netflix um <coughs> streaming service about maybe apparently it's back moon knight instead and yeah. Yeah. So apparently it's back. Um Joe Casada said that uh, it's being worked on. And that's pretty much all we got. Yeah. Except that Well, yeah. I mean, that's a good thing though for P- I know there's a lot of I don't know necessarily about the CBCU fans, but I know that there are Iron Fist fans out there um that I've seen on Facebook that are like every time somebody brings up Jessica Jones or Daredevil, they're like, "Yeah, but where's Iron Fist?" like don't take him away from me. <laughs> they get really impassioned yeah, about I never, it. I never, I mean, I, I don't, see them. They're on, they're on the Facebook. I promise. Um, well, that's cool. I mean, you know, so every, and it, you know, the funny thing is, is that iron fist, which is kind of an Asian influenced character is, is a white guy in the comic. I really wonder if they're going to stick with that or if they're going to try to Cato Bruce Lee, this thing or what. Um, yeah, yeah. it'd be interesting, but at the same time, it's like it almost—it might feel like kind of weird or kind of like a little too, a little too like you know photo, photo diversity. Though this yeah. in this case it wouldn't be photo diversity because it would be an actual actual diversity. But you know, you got the white guy, <laughs> the Asian guy, the black guy, and the and the female character all yeah. as the defenders. I mean, it'd be yeah. cool. I'm not saying they shouldn't do it, but it'd just be kind of weird for like not that much diversity and then oh hey here's this super group here's this entirely like, as diverse, diverse as group. possible right. uh but no i actually do hope they go that route because asian asians and asian americans are really underrepresented in the comic book world definitely usually not represented very well when they are um, we do have we do have amadeus cho is is hulk now and that series just started up at the marvel on right. the publication side on the comic side so that's kind of cool but yeah uh, definitely in the kind of film universe you don't have a lot going you got agent may with agents of shield that's yeah. pretty much it <laughs> but um, yeah as far as iron fist we don't really know much there's no one cast for it uh apparently martial arts actor scott atkins was hired for an undisclosed role in doctor in the doctor strange movie which just started filming um mm-hmm. but we don't know that might be the guy they go with yeah maybe but so far uh we don't really have much information there except that it looks like that's still going on so Scott Atkins, if you can't tell by that name, is a, is a white guy. He is a white man, for sure. Uh, speaking of Doctor Strange, that is another uh, little tidbit for the casting corner this week, is that uh, it's officially in production. Um, <clears throat> there were some shots of Cumberbatch, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, supposedly on set. He has a goatee. Okay, so it mm. looks like they're going to... Stay traditional to the comic character version of Stephen Strange with kind of like that facial hair. If you hair like thing. facial hair, you're gonna love Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. If you like Tony Stark with facial hair, yep. you're gonna love Stephen Strange with facial hair. Um, maybe there's a great, time. by the way, and this a total total aside. Which oh. you know what we haven't kept up with our Iron Man reviews, which we should get back to. We will. I've I've already read the first three issues. Right. of the new rebooted Iron Man, but there's a there's a, a frame 
uh, or yeah. a page actually, a whole page where it's <laughs> yeah, uh, Tony Stark page. in the Iron Man suit with Doctor Strange, and like he gets Doctor Strange to do something for him, and then Tony Stark's like, "All right," and then he puts his hands up for like, to, like you a know, high to five. Get, get a high five. Doctor Strange does not want to uh, give it to him, so there's just like five different panels of just that same shot as Tony's waiting, and then you know Tony's like, "Come on, you know you want to do it," and then. Um, Strange finally gives him a high five, and just and then he, and then like Tony's like yeah, facial brothers unite or some shit like that. He goes beard bros, beard bros, and then uh, and then Strange just goes I hate you, <laughs> which reminded me so much of our interaction because like we we say shit like that all the time. Not the yeah. beard part, but the uh, I like jokingly I hate you. Yeah, um, like how oh, you're making me do this or like yeah. No, anyway. it's it's a good, I thought that was a good really little good. scene. But we'll we'll get back to those reviews. But yeah. Um, Doctor Strange is coming. I mean, we knew it, but uh, any. I mean, I'm, are you pretty excited about that? I'm. I'm kind of yeah. curious how they kind of fit it into the universe. I'm still curious as to whether Cumberbatch or I guess Stephen Strange is. Is he going to have an American accent? Is he going to have a British accent? Uh, I, as far as I know, they still haven't said one way or the other. So I'm pretty curious about that. Um, and I'm glad that it's in production. It just shows you that this comic book gravy train is still chugging along they've got stuff in the pipeline so um, we'll see how that yeah and somebody out. made like a really awesome photoshop of of cumberbatch as dr strange like a while ago mm-hmm. and every time i see it i think oh that must be a shot from the, the set and it's not it's just like <laughs> it's a really really, really really talented good. artist yeah. person with a lot of free time um no real segue to this one but uh and actually maybe we should have talked about it when we're talking about supergirl and i think about it uh, Lexi Alexander, who uh, directed Punisher Warzone, uh, which was not the Punisher that you and I saw with Thomas Jane and John Travolta, but rather mm. the Punisher movie that came out Don't after that. Don't remind me. Yeah. Ray Stevenson uh, was Punisher, who actually is in the Thor films as well, and um, uh, as one of the Warriors Three. And uh, but anyway. Uh, that movie also starred Wayne Knight and a couple of other people. It's an extremely violent film. If you ever see it, try to see the unrated version. Uh, you'll get a lot out of it. I wouldn't necessarily say it's a good film, but it's, you know, violent. It's a violent Punisher film. Uh, he kills a lot of people in it. Uh, anyway, Alexi Alexander, who was the director of that film, who I believe won an Academy Award or was nominated for an Academy Award for, for a short film that she had done. Um, and that actually, she parlayed that into the Punisher film somehow. She's going to be directing a, a future upcoming episode of Supergirl. So, you know, just maybe go to YouTube and type in Punisher Warzone and see what clips, like highlight clips come up. But if you watch that and then try to sort of picture that directing style, but into a Supergirl episode, it's, that's pretty interesting to me because I don't. I have the slightest idea how she's going to pull that off. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's just, they're going to have to completely change the style. I mean, you adapt. Yeah. You, know. you adapt. But I'm just I'm curious what Lexi Alexander is going to do. Yeah. Also, uh, just this is we're not affiliated with this other podcast in any way, shape, or form. But there is a very what I consider to be a very funny podcast called How Did This Get Made? It's uh, done by a few comedians. And basically what they do is they watch a terrible movie and then they discuss like why it's terrible and how did it get made and sometimes they have like actors or writers or directors from the films come on and kind of talk about it 
and they actually did a how did this how did this get made episode for Punisher Warzone, and they got Lexi Alexander to <laughs> guest on the entire episode, and it's really entertaining. That's and awesome. She basically goes like, uh, "None of this was my idea." the studio forced me to do all this this movie is terrible <laughs> and uh it's it's really entertaining it's it's really good oh and she the one one interesting tidbit um is that she says that freddie prince came in to audition for the role of jigsaw and she was told by the producers you can't give him the role <laughs> you have to let him audition but you absolutely cannot give him the role oh wow and she was like, well, what the fuck? What's the point then? Why are you making me do this? And they're like, he just has to audition. He cannot get the role. <laughs> and she, yeah, seriously. This is Hollywood. This is how Hollywood works. Um, so he auditions, and she said it was the best audition she's ever seen. <laughs> and she said he knew that character front to back, like left and right. And she said it was the, by far the best audition for any character she's ever seen for any movie. And uh, which is really interesting. And Freddie Prince Jr. is a really big comic book fan, so it makes sense that he would have kind of known that that character really well or whatever. But uh, yeah, anyway, I highly recommend the How Did the, How Did This Get Made podcast for anyone that wants something a little funny, a little levity with their movies and whatnot. Plus, there's that episode with the uh, Punisher War Zone. I do. We got to we got to wrap this yeah. up, and we got one little tidbit left in Casting Corner before we I take off for little. the week. Yeah. Um, this will be the last thing we talk about for the ep. You want to do this one? Yeah. Okay. You want to hit us? Really hit us big with news. This? Really, really big news uh, coming out. Uh, in a couple of weeks, we're going to be hit with Star Wars: The Force, or the giant, you know, mammoth. Whoa! That is event. breaking news. You're telling me Star Wars is coming out in a couple yeah, weeks? Yeah. A little, a little film called Star Wars is coming out in a couple of weeks. Uh, Force Awakens. It's going to be huge. We wow! You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Star Wars is coming out in a couple of weeks. Yeah. On the 18th, and on the 18th. Uh, but related to that, they're going to be they're in in talks or in development of making a Han Solo solo adventure film. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> going to be called solo? solo adventure film, right? Uh, where it's going to supposedly take place prior to Episode Four. Um, so he'll probably be in his teens to tw- mid twenties. Oh yeah, 20s. we did the calculations on this. Uh, Harrison Ford when he played Han Solo in A New Hope the first Star Wars to come out, in, which came out in late 77. 70s, yeah. was 35 when he played mm-hmm. that role. So if you want a, an actor to play him uh, before that time, obviously it doesn't have to be exactly before that age, but you want someone roughly in the maybe mid-20s to early 30s? Yeah, I'd say, I'd say anywhere between like... You say 20, teens? 20, maybe 18, but it kind of depends what story they're trying to yeah, tell. Yeah, it depends on how early they want to start it. Uh, 18 to 30, 32, maybe. Somewhere in there. Um, but anyway, the news that has come out this week, which is kind of funny, it's one of the biggest casting searches of all time. Uh, Disney has auditioned 2,500 actors. Or, or they're in the running. At they least. can't possibly have auditioned all of them, yeah. Yeah, 20, they're that's in that's the ridiculous. running. They're, they're, they're like in the discussion. And there's a lot of names here that are familiar. Dave Franco, uh, Logan Lerman, who was up for the Peter Parker role, Miles Teller from Whiplash, uh, Aaron Taylor-Johnson, Quicksilver. Do you think we're up for this and we just don't know it yet? <clears throat> oh, man. Do you think that Fags might have gotten... I think our names might be on a list somewhere. 
just like emergency. I'm, you know, and backup. honestly, I think you're a little more. I think you could maybe pull off the Han Solo a little bit better than I could. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, so a lot of big names attached. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chandler Riggs from The Walking Dead. Colton Haynes, uh, who plays, or uh, who played the Red Arrow on Arrow. Uh, so, and all of those guys are kind of like in their twenties. So. You know, it's 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 right in line with what we were talking about. Now, I kind of gave it some thought, and I was wondering, like, who would I pick to to play yeah. Han Solo, like a younger Han Solo? And right off the bat, I just saw the the new Hunger Games movie recently. Uh, Liam Hemsworth, so Crim Hemsworth, Thor, Thor's younger brother, yeah. Liam Hemsworth, uh, who is I believe twenty five. I think he would be good for the role. He looks the part. Um, he, he can be a little standoffish, like a little bit of an asshole, but also a little charming. That's a good choice. Perfect. Uh, did you have anyone in mind? I got the perfect guy. Yeah. Donald Glover. Oh, yes. Let's do it. Let's start a Twitter thing, like a social <laughs> media hashtag Donald Glover for solo. <laughs> I mean, if the Star Wars universe couldn't accept a black stormtrooper, do you think we can do? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> a black Han Solo that's supposed to fit in with the storyline of him being white later in life? Like, yes. Like, maybe he gets, like, it. that Michael Jackson disease. Yeah. Because... <laughs> right. Oh, man. Oh, God. Now I want it. I want I it know. so bad. It's all I want. Let's do it. Glover for Solo. Glover for Hashtag. Solo. Hashtag Glover for Solo. Let's get that trending. That's fantastic. Also, the film is going to be directed by... Uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who did 21 Jump Street, 22 Jump Street Lego movie. So I think they would, I think those are the perfect guys to do this film. Uh, Those guys are men. Those guys are killing it. They are. They are killing it. They're uh, they're they're super hot right now. They're they're so hot right now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I I, I like your Hemsworth choice. Um, Honestly, if he wasn't such a bad case, like Shia LaBeouf, I think would be good. Mm, Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, I don't know about Dave Frank. I like my, I like Miles Teller as an actor. I don't think he's got the look though. Yeah, unfortunately. I don't think so either. I don't. Um, I can't see Franco doing it either. I think Franco's voice is so distinctive; it would just distract the hell out of me the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know a lot of like. What about your boy Andrew Garfield? Yeah, yeah, he could do it. He could do it. I don't, you know. He looks a little. Like, he doesn't really look like Han Solo, though. But. Nah, I think Hemsworth honestly is pretty. Is pretty I think that's a good choice because he kind of does. You could see him being like a young Solo. He's yeah. got he's got the look down. He's gonna get the look a little rugged, a little bit, you know. Well, there know. you go. We'll see if they're actually listening to us, and uh, if he does get cast, uh, you can then send the know. royalties to me. Oh, okay. Not not to us or the pod, but to Ig. Uh, no, I'll take him. Okay. Uh, so yeah, CBCU out there, if you all have any ideas or suggestions for who should play Han Solo, other than Donald Glover or Liam Hemsworth, uh, please feel free to comment or tweet or just you know Gmail, just whatever you guys want to do. Do it. Just, <laughs> mm, just don't <laughs> let your dreams be dreams. Exactly. And on that note, all right, man. Well, that was a great cast. Uh, next week, we will uh, catch up with all of the comic book happenings in the world. But until then, the Fortress of Potitude is closed. Stay super, everyone. All right, later, guys. Bye.